Uh, welcome to my podcast. Uh, my name is uh, Andre Lefevre. I am extreme uh, libertarian, independent uh, citizen journalist. I practice something which is uh, totally illegal in the United States now. It's called the First Amendment. I'm coming to you about 12 miles east of downtown Los Angeles in California. And Pacific Standard Time uh, is uh, 6.14 uh, in the p.m. And today's Friday, March 1st, 2019. We actually managed to live this far, this long, and we have not caved our uh, uh, civilization in. And I'm getting a little bit of feedback here. Here we go. Uh, cut this off. Today we're going to talk about traditional family and the war and the war that's being waged on it. Uh, the uh, the latest uh, the latest salvo came from everybody's favorite Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. This is from Fox News from a couple of days ago. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez latest climate fix no children for you. Let's let's talk real life. Let, let, let's let's not talk about New York intellectual bullshit. I am just a deplorable. I don't have a college degree. I have gone to college, but I never got a college degree. Yet, I have a nice home, few acres of nice land, horses, chickens, a wife, dog and a cat, and children who are grown up already and don't live with me. I managed to survive very well in a traditional one man, one woman, uh, family, and kids. Granted, my current wife is not my first wife, but I'm not a very good example of what I preach. I don't always practice it, and I'm not really preaching. I'm just, I just notice it. But my contention is, is that the war on the traditional family and the war on children is the war on something very fundamental. Very fundamental. I'm 59 years old. Uh, my parents are still alive, but they're in their 80s. They've been married for uh, more than uh, 60 years. Uh, and while uh, my dad always took care of my mom, now that he is uh, elderly and he's infirm, my mom takes care of him. And I shudder to think what's going to happen if one of them passes before the other. And you know what, ladies and gents, that's how it was from the beginning of times. Since we were created or evolved, and I don't really care to debate which one is true. I think both of those explanations are true at the same time. The human beings lived in small families, a man and a woman and children, and extended families. There were grandparents, uh, uncles, aunts. People lived in family units, and there have always been a lot of children around. This is the reason why we exist. It was a very interesting uh, emotion that I got when my first daughter was born. Uh, quite frankly, before she was born, I didn't like little children. I just didn't like children at all. I think they were annoying, like insects, like pests. Uh, they always demand attention. They always interrupt you when you want to do something interesting. And then I saw my little girl being born. And she came out kind of purple. And uh, she just just one look at her, 
and I understood what the purpose was for my existence. And it was an eye-opening eye uh, experience, mind-blowing experience, when you realize that that little child is the reason why you exist, that you're supposed to protect, cherish, and make sure that this little child can grow up and be totally self-sufficient after you are gone. And it's not something that I could express it back then in words, but this is something that I understood. I want to say something else, is that it made a force me, force me to start, start making some real money. So I can be able, so I can have the mother of my children stay home. And we could afford a nice house, a bigger house, and I could send them to a private school. Because even back then I knew that the public schools were no good. And I was right because of the, uh, because my children are millennials. I remember coming home from work and I worked uh, 10, 12, 13 hour uh, shifts. And then I had my own business for a while, where I worked uh, pretty much seven days a week. And I remember coming home exhausted. Sometimes only wondering, why am I doing this? Until, until then, as I would open the front door, and I had three pairs of eyes. Two of my wives, and now four of my children looking at me. And I knew they were dependent, dependent on me. And I knew that uh, they loved me. I know, and I knew that uh, without me, their life would be so much worse. And uh, anything that I had to do to uh, to support them, any effort I had to make to make their life comfortable, was perfectly justified. This is how we men are made. We are made to support, protect and to work and make sure that our women and children are living a good life. Looking around, again, I'm 59 years old. I'm not a 20-something whippersnapper. I know a couple of things about a couple of things. I have been able to watch what happens to the men and to the women of my generation, younger and older who did not pair up with the person of the opposite sex and did not start a traditional family. There's nothing more said to watch a single person in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s who never had a family or pissed his family away. Uh, just existing. I remember watching one man in the supermarket oh, probably 15 years ago. It was obvious that there was no woman in his life. He had no family. He was uh, he was getting a bottle of Cadillac, and he was cradling it. He was cradling that bottle. He wasn't cradling his child. He didn't have his arms around his woman. He was cradling that bottle. Now. Uh, the progressives, the liberal Nazis, the power-hungry, power-lead in our country, 
does not want us to form long-lasting traditional marriage. There's a reason why. There is a reason why they're waging a war on marriage. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is just uh, just a manifestation. Uh, she's just a pawn in that game. She's just a uh, mouthpiece that's mouthed off somebody else's uh, somebody else's words. We have to go back to the Industrial Revolution. Before the Industrial Revolution, all uh, the despots, all the dictators, all the kings, queens, and lords of the manor actually encouraged their subjects in Europe to uh, to marry maintain families. The reason was is because it was understood that it's the most productive way for people to be. Most of the people were involved in agriculture, and men and women had uh, very distinct, different traditional role, uh, roles. The women, were, uh, men would work the uh, the soil and do the hard lifting, and women would take care of the home and the children. And that was the normal way, and it still is a normal way uh, uh, for men and women to have different roles in their families to exist. For hundreds of thousands of years, this is how human society worked. It was based on a family unit, especially the Western society. Uh, at some point our ancestors decided that uh, it is wrong for wealthy and powerful to have more than one wife. So every man and every woman paired together. This is how Western civilization evolved. This is the cornerstone of the Western civilization. Now 18th century came and 19th century came and industrial revolution that took place. And uh, the barons of uh, industrialization needed worker bees. First, they uh, tore the children away from their families because the children uh, could be told what to do and easily controlled and could be worked almost to death and sometimes to death. And you didn't have to pay very much. That's how the first, first miners were little boys and little girls, prepubescent and, uh, and uh, barely pubescent. Uh, in the 19th century, the demand for labor has become uh, absolutely uncontrollable. Uh, railroads, factories, uh, mines, uh, demanded people. So different philosophies came up, all of them collectivists. Is how to break up the family unit because you needed both man and a woman uh, to work for an employer rather to have their own family farm or their own uh, small family business. And this is how corporate, corporate wage slavery, slavery came about. Uh, feminism in the latter parts of the uh, 19th century had nothing to do with uh, breaking up the uh, oppressive patriarchy. In so-called patriarchy, actually, women were loved and cherished and supported, and men were obliged to take care of them. And those men who would not take care of their wives and children were shunned and demeaned and called bad names. 
men knew that their duty was to love, support, and protect their women. Well, the industrialization, unfortunately for us, made it impractical for large corporate interests. They needed millions of worker bees who are not loyal uh, to each other, but who are loyal to the corporate interests. Therefore, you had the uh, feminism came up. Suffragettes demanded the vote. Before the suffragettes and the woman, so-called woman liberation movement, uh, people voted as a family. It is wrong to say that it was one man, one vote. No, that's not how it worked back then. The traditional way, it was one family, one vote, because a man represented his family. And if you've ever been married and been with a woman, you'll know that a woman plays a huge, huge influence on a man's life. And that major decisions are, are usually discussed. In some families, uh, women are more practical than men, and they make, uh, they make better decisions. And therefore, uh, men acquiesce to that. It doesn't take any responsibility from a man to, uh, to earn his keep and his family's keep. But the family is a unit where people are loyal to each other. Again, the corporate interests, the industrialization the interests, 19th, uh, 18th, 19th, 20th century, made that very impractical for the corporate elite, for the banking elite. They needed loyal worker slaves, worker bees, wage slaves. So, normality was uh, in the, in the, in the uh, corporate-controlled entertainment of uh, the 20th century was portrayed as both husband and wife, especially the latter part after World War II. Uh, in the 60s, the propaganda was is that it's perfectly normal for both a man and a woman to work outside of the home, and children are taken care of uh, by the uh, by the state, by the public schools, preschools. Though uh, there is a price to pay when you break up the natural, normal way of life for human beings, and the price is is that the children grow up in absolute, I don't know what the word is, uh, the children grow up lacking happiness. Uh, Ann Coulter wrote an interesting book. Uh, let's see here. I let's, uh, let's take a look at this. This is from Right Wing News. Uh, this is from April, uh, April 2009. And uh, Ann Coulter on Single Mother, the statistics from Guilty. And let's uh, read an excerpt from there. Uh, of all single mother, mothers in America, only 6.5% of them are widows. 37.8% are divorced, and 41.3% gave birth out of wedlock. The 6.5% of single mothers whose husbands have died shouldn't be called single mothers. We already have a word for them, widows. Their children uh, uh, 
do just fine compared to the children of married parents. Here is the lottery ticket that single mothers are handing their innocent children by choosing to raise them without fathers. Control, uh, controlling for socioeconomic status, race, and place of residence. The strongest predictor of whether a person will end up in prison is that if that he was raised by a single parent. By 1996, 70% of inmates in state juvenile detention centers serving long-term sentences were raised by single mothers. 70%, and that was in 1996. It's far higher now. 72% uh, of juveniles murders and 60% of rapists came from single mother homes. 70% of teenage birth and dropouts, suicides, runaways, juvenile delinquents, and child murderers involve children raised by single mothers. Girls raised without fathers are more sexually promiscuous and more likely to end up uh, divorced. A uh, 1990 study by Progressive Policy Institute showed that after controlling for single motherhood, the difference between black and white crimes uh, rates disappeared. Uh, various studies have come up with uh, slightly different numbers, but all the figures are grim. According to the Index of Leading Cultural Indicators, children from single-parent families account for 63% of all youthful uh, suicide, 70% of all teenage pregnancies, 71% of all adolescent chemical substance abuse, 80% of all prison inmates, and 90% of all homeless are uh, runaway children. A study cited uh, in the Village Voice uh, produced similar uh, numbers. It has found that children brought up by single mother homes are five times more likely to commit suicide, nine times more likely to drop out of high school, ten times uh, more likely to abuse chemical substances, fourteen times more likely to commit rape for the boys, twenty times more likely to end up in prison, thirty-two times more likely to run away from home, Single motherhood is like uh, uh, a farm team for future criminals and outcasts. Uh, many of the studies, for example, from 1990s, when the percentage of teenagers raised by single parents was uh, lower than it is today, in 1990, 28% of children under 18 were being raised in one-parent homes, mother or father, and 71% were being raised by two-parent homes. By 2005, more than one-third of all babies born in the United States were illegitimate. That's a lot of social uh, problems coming. So that was from a book by, uh, uh, by Ann Coulter, Guilty. It was published in the 1990s. Uh, there is a reason why progressive left wants to destroy the family. They don't care about social uh, ramifications. They don't care uh, that, uh, that by breaking up a one-man, one-woman traditional family, they make both men and women very unhappy, and you assign their children to the life of, uh, to the life of misery. The collectivist progressive ideas are looking at it in a very, very cynical, practical way. They want to have an easily controlled population. And if you break the allegiance, love, and loyalty from people to themselves, to a man to a woman, husband to a wife, wife to a husband, 
they will attach that loyalty to themselves, to that omnipresent state, big government, big brother, so they can, uh, at least our power elites, uh, can exercise raw power over us. By the way, our banking corporate uh, elite, uh, they have wives, children, they live adorable, uh, intact families. But they don't want that for us because they want to control us. Uh, there are some alternative lifestyles, such as a gay lifestyle, that under uh, President Obama was elevated to be normal. The gay lifestyle is not normal. It's, it's, uh, it's a sexual kink. And there's nothing wrong with having sexual kinks. You practice them behind closed doors in your bedroom. The fact that homosexuality was politicized had only one goal is to destroy the idea of normal one man, one woman family. Now, two men or two women can be sexually active with each other, and behind closed doors, they can call each other whatever they want. They want to call them themselves husband and wife, wife and wife, husband and husband. You know, that's none of everybody's business behind closed doors. However, however, those ideas those sexual kinks that are, are found disgusting by most of the population of being portioned as something normal. It's not normal. It's not something to be legal. It's not something to uh, prosecute uh, people for. But I don't advertise the way what I do with my wife behind closed doors and how we do it. I don't see a reason why anybody else should advertise it. If, if a man prefers uh, other men to have sex with, Keep it to yourself. None of my business, I really don't want to know. Like, I don't want uh, them to know exactly what I do behind uh, my closed doors. What's really disgusting is so-called transgender movement. The whole idea is that it goes in the face of science, that people can decide themselves what uh, gender they are. There's more than one gender. Well... You have to be a New York intellectual to buy into an idea like that. It's real simple. You're born uh, with male genitalia, you're a man. You're born with a female genitalia, you're a female. There's some, uh, sometimes there is a uh, mutation where people are born with both. But there's such a minute, such a minute percentage of, of human population. It's just like a... F tiny fraction of 1%, and those need to be decided case by case, uh, on case by case basis. Uh, pretty much all people are either men or, or women. Now, there is a very terrible medical condition, a psychiatric condition called gender dysphoria. It's part of a depression, and it has not been studied very well because it's been politicized. This is what transgenders are. Those are people that suffer from depression and gender dysphoria. They're so unhappy with themselves that they think they were born in the wrong body. And uh, unfortunately, in today's climate, uh, doctors would rather mutilate people like that than treat an underlying depression. About 40 of them, 40% uh, of people suffering from gender dysphoria 
uh, attempt to commit suicide. And by the way, whether they went through the mutilation process to make him look like a person of the opposite sex or not, they still attempt, 40% of them attempt to commit suicide. What's really alarming is that in the name of breaking up the traditional family, the progressives uh, try to quote-unquote transition little kids into another gender. Uh, this is true blue uh, child abuse, and people should go to jail uh, when they do something like that. And um, my hope is that eventually they, uh, it will catch up. Or they, they will catch up. Uh, now, many men, many today's men, like to blame uh, women for the sorry state of uh, uh, contemporary uh, traditional family. Uh, movements like MGTOW, for instance, men going their own way, uh, claim that women are somehow deficient, that they're only after the men's money and uh, goods, and therefore men should stay away from women except for casual sex. Uh, when I started my, uh, uh, my YouTube channel about a year and a half ago, uh, I had many debates, conversations, and uh, trash talks with with men who follow uh, that particular venue of thinking, who think that all women are the only good for sex, and that uh, they're not worth having long relationships with because they're only after your uh, material goods, and they will leave you uh, as soon as uh, they can get those material goods away from you and find a man of a higher status. And as soon as that happens, they'll leave you. Uh, this is sort of a philosophy. And what's interesting, the majority of young men who, and older men who followed that idea, actually never had any relationships with women, period. Usually they just repeat somebody else's words. It's very easy when you uh, listen to them to figure out that it is not them talking. They just read it or heard it someplace else. Uh, I don't think of movements like that, uh, the women-hating movements, are organic, just like feminism is not organic. Just like most of the women don't identify themselves as feminists, uh, only a tiny percentage of men uh, would identify themselves as women-hating victims. I also found discussing with them that most of them are actually liberal, and uh, they uh, simply do not do two things with, uh, which would ensure having a long-term uh, family, traditional family, and that is work hard to earn enough money to afford it, and to offer a woman a protection from the outside world. In my lifetime experience, when a man offers a woman uh, material support and protection, she, he buys her loyalty for as long as he's willing to offer. And uh, let's face it, woman's love is uh, conditional on those two things. And I don't blame him. Those are the rules of uh, our mating game. This is how we are made. And every time you want to go against our nature, against the science, or against the way the good Lord created us, depending on what your uh, 
which your cosmology is, bad things happen. The point that I'm making is that the war on the family, traditional family, is not the war against patriarchy or against uh, oppressors. It's a war on the Western civilization. It's a war on everything decent. It's a war on our children. Now, uh, Acacio, Alexandria Acacio-Cortez, uh, let's see here, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, what is her picture? I had a pretty good picture of her there. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is just a rich little girl uh, who was put in that position by the progressive, uh, by the progressive left, and she is just doing their bidding. She's not very smart. Uh, she was created to destroy to destroy the traditional way uh, ways the Western civilization is run, using uh, that preposterous excuse that there's such thing as man-made global warming. Uh, that's been debunked a long time ago. This is just a scarecrow proposition in order for us to give up our middle-class lifestyle. The end uh, goal of uh, the progressives is to destroy the traditional family and uh, to uh, herd us all into small cities. Uh, so her kind and the power needs of this country can enjoy can enjoy the fruits of the uh, of the Western civilization, technological advances, and the rest of us will go back to modern day serfs. We'll go back to uh, pre-industrial age. This is the whole idea of uh, the Green New Deal. Is it's not for everybody. It's uh, it's simply only for the deplorables. The power elites will never give up their internal combustion engine. They will never give give up uh, anything any power supply, but they'll force us to do it. Uh, they simply cannot stomach the idea that uh, a man and a woman can have a family, they can be happy with the family, and that they're loyal to each other, that are not loyal to the state. That idea is so, is so painful for the power-hungry left they don't care what and who they're going to walk all over to achieve it. It almost physically hurts them when they see a happy couple with many children. I have had many discussions, physically watched them. They understand, those power-hungry leftists, they understand that a traditional family, a man and a woman and many children, are not going to submit to them, are not going to blindly follow their dictates, their first and foremost thoughts would be about each other. So, so-called patriarchy, so-called patriarchy has never oppressed women, has never oppressed anybody. So-called patriarchy has always been a situation where men and women fulfilled their traditional roles. 
And that's the only way that human beings can be happy. When men work hard, love and protect their families, and women work hard and take care of their families inside the house. Nobody has ever invented any other structure that can make human beings happier. It, it simply, it doesn't exist. Simply doesn't exist. Uh, in many ways, I feel sorry for uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, she is, uh, she's not a happy person. She's not a happy uh, person. A happy person would uh, not be involved in a lefty political movement, a man or a woman. A happy person would have their own family and will care for their own kin. Because your own blood, your own wife, your children, your parents, your immediate family is far more important than any ideology or any state, any government, any religion. And that's how we're made. This is exactly how we are made. Now, thank you very much for uh, joining me on, on this live stream. I appreciate it a lot more than I can ever express in words. Uh, I'm going to go back talking about politics tomorrow, more than likely. But when I saw uh, when I saw the reports of what uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, I sort of felt I, I needed to chime in because I have a feeling that many younger men and women, but primarily men, because I don't blame women. Women generally follow what men want. It's a politically incorrect thing to say, but I think this is a cognitive adaptation that ladies have. Uh, they uh, have a subconscious desire, sometimes conscious, uh, uh, too, uh, to make sure that the men in their life are happy with them. So when uh, young men in their 20s have no idea how to form, how to be patriarchs, how to form a happy traditional family that doesn't only hurt them, it also hurts women that, that they do not form their families with. And uh, contrary to what Hollywood uh, corporate entertainment tells you, single people are not very happy. Study after study reveals that. Anyways, Thank you again for joining me on this uh, on this periscope on this podcast. Uh, it is uh, what is it six forty eight in the p.m. now. I have a woman at home who is waiting for me, and uh, I do need to make her happy and get my butt home. So, folks, I'll see you tomorrow, and God bless you. God bless you.